The Stage Door Show. Celebrating the independent artist. Hosted by Dave Hondell. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Stage Door Show tonight. This is Dave Hondell. Uh, I have uh, just an honor tonight to have the, the guest that I have. Uh, she's uh, starring in a new movie. Uh, called Cold Meat, which which I've seen and just it's an amazing, fantastic film, uh, which we're going to get into. But you've also seen her in Hell Hath No Fury, Call of Duty Black Ops, the video game, uh, Doom Annihilation, and so many, many more. She has such a long resume. So we're also and she's also a musician, which we're going to cover as well. So please welcome to the show, Miss Nina Bergman. Welcome, Nina. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Well, thank you again for your time. And, and uh, you know, again, the Cold Meat, this movie, uh, you know, and I love thrillers anyway, but, you know, I, when I watch this movie, it's the, the one thing that I think is, uh, you know, what, what kind of makes a good uh, thriller for me is the fact that it kind of plays on your natural emotions as a human being. Uh, and I think this movie did that uh, from the very beginning, you know, just, uh, you know, driving in a, a snowstorm and, and, um, you know, and being, you know, just, just uh, feeling vulnerable with, if your car should break down or whatever. And so throughout the whole movie, I felt that it just really plays on the human emotion. So talk about this movie because you're in a lot of action type movies and, um, you know, and this was no different. I mean, the, the thriller aspect of it. So talk about this movie because it's very popular. Uh, 8.0 on, on, uh, on IMDb, I believe, which is very, very hard to get. Uh, so talk about this movie and this project, because I thought it was fantastic. Oh, well, it was a dream project because it's a play in a movie, basically. And I come from the theater and from the stage. So for me, it was like, you know, a dream to get to be in a movie that's really a play. And sure. and then, uh, you know, a lot of it depends on my co-star. So I was very lucky to have a really great co-star and a director that trusted us and, and kind of... Um, not in the beginning, but throughout the movie, he let us kind of take the steering wheel and kind of like do what we wanted, you know, to bring the characters to life. So, yeah, it was a, you know, a dream come true for an artist, kind of that those kind of movies. You know, talk about that, because you just said something that kind of that that um, made me think back to some other some other people that I talked to in, in, the, in Hollywood that, you know, you work with so many different directors and you know, every director has a different personality and, and uh, maybe a different way of doing things and maybe a different process. And so as an actor, how do you get into that space where, you know, you might be working with a director you've worked with before, maybe not worked be with before. So how do you how do you put yourself in a certain space to, to kind of play it out a little bit to see what the director will give you? And do you ever take chances and, and maybe it doesn't work? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. So how do you get yourself in that space to work with a, a director Oh, well, I, I do a lot of preparation. So I have a crystal clear idea of who I am and what the character is. And, and I always come with a lot, but at the end of the day, I'm there to serve the story and the director and their vision. So I, I try to not lock myself into anything, you know, I'm very open and I, I, um, you know, just because at the end of the day, I don't really know the director have, you know, they have, if they're good, they have a full vision of what they want to do. And sometimes in the moment, it may not make sense. So I, I feel like as an actor, I have to trust. I just have to trust, um, you know, the director. So I try to do that to the best of my ability and and, and listen 
Um, and if I feel something very strongly, I'll definitely speak up, uh, you know, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, in Cold Meat, um, one of the end monologues in the movie, um, uh, me and my co-star actually changed because I wasn't feeling it. Um, you know, I'll give an example. It was like the last night of shooting, we shot pretty much in chronological order. Okay. And it was like the big monologue for me in the end of the movie. And I wasn't really feeling it. It was about, I was talking about my best friend and I was like, why would I talk about my best friend in this particular moment? It should be about me. Right. So I actually did a big, you know, switch and I rewrote it with my co-star. We worked on it until 2.30 in the morning and we were like shooting, I think at 8 a.m. the next day. We rehearsed it, uh, you know, as much as we could, you know, uh, until 2.30. And uh, we went on set and we hadn't really prepped what the director had in the script. We just oh. kind of, because uh, there was no time. There right, was like yeah. time. So, you know, I don't recommend it, but I just felt so strongly. It was at the very end, the last day of shooting. Yeah. And I just felt so strongly and the director had kind of trusted us more and let us, you know, just kind of run with it. And um, and I just felt so strongly. My my co-star felt the same, uh, and we took a chance, and it worked. It's yeah. in the movie. <laughs> well, it definitely worked. I mean, like everything yeah. about that movie, that film was was fantastic from uh, beginning to end, and it really had me riveted the, in the entire time. And and it's hard for me. I have a I have more of a short film, type, <laughs> uh, right. you know, uh, attention span. Uh, but w when I'm riveted for a whole uh, feature film, and and for me, that's that's uh, says a lot about you know the acting, the writing, the directing, and uh, so kudos to you and the whole team on that film. Uh, you know, definitely award worthy in my mind, and uh, you know, like I said, best of luck for you know the rest of the run. I mean, uh, you know, so again, just just a great for all my listeners. You gotta you gotta see this this film cold meat and um just amazing so um like i said kudos to you and the team on that thank you i appreciate it yeah we we, we gave it all we we had <laughs> you know and and uh you know speaking about you being i, I want to get into the music aspect yeah. as well because i real i love your music and i was listening to it today and um you know again I, i'm a new fan i love your music i love uh that's it's it's right up my alley that your 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 sound and so talk about your um being a musician uh, because i know you know you, you do a lot you, you do you know you're acting and you produce as well um but the music you know i think there's a lot of actors that get into to to being a musician and and uh and i think for you it works great and i i just like i said talk about your sound how did you get into music and at what point did you become uh, you know, want to do it for, as a career? Um, these are great questions. I mean, I, I always um, loved music and I started as a dancer and I was always, um, you know, expression to me, whether it's dance, music or acting comes from the same place, you know. Yeah. Um, I I was a dancer and I didn't feel fulfilled. And then I, I got into, uh, I, would, I would always sing, you know, I toured with my grandmother um, and I went to musical theater school and, um, started getting into music, but thinking I was going to be like a torch singer or, uh, uh, you know, I studied opera and, um, and to pay for college, I became an amateur boxer. And that's how, uh, I started listening to that kind of music. Cause that's what I were playing at the gym at the time. 
And then I realized uh, this felt like something that I wanted to do. And then I just started doing it. I mean, I don't know. How do you do music? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't recommend it to anyone because I think it's the hardest business there is. You know, it's harder yeah. than acting. It's harder than anything. I just, it wasn't a choice for me. I had to do it to survive. Yeah. I just love your sound. And, um, but just, you know, again, just great music and, you know, keep doing what you're doing because the yeah, music is you. amazing. Uh, but talk about, you know, we have a lot of listeners that are artists themselves, either singers, actors, budding directors, maybe, um, you know, maybe they're, they're painters. It could be any, any artist. Um, but talk about, you know, some advice that you could give somebody just starting out because, I talk to a lot of actors and I, and I know that it's a grind, you know, Hollywood is a grind. It's um, not as glamorous as people might think it is uh, when they get into it. So what kind of, what's the biggest piece of advice you can give somebody just getting into, uh, you know, somebody like maybe an actor or singer? Well, I think you gotta fall in love with the craft. You know, a lot of people get in it. This is just my humble opinion for the wrong reasons. And I think just fall in love with the craft. I fell in love, uh, you know, with acting and being on stage and playing these characters and singing the music. And I just loved the craft and I focused on that. Uh, and I studied a lot. Like I've always been someone who always study, always take classes. Uh, you know, I'm always trying to be better. And I just um, uh, competed with nobody but myself. And I just became so good that I got, opportunities and then when I got the opportunity I was ready because I practiced uh you know for me mingling in Hollywood and meeting people and going to the right parties and knowing people never worked for me for me it was just I worked I started a band I paid and I worked my butt off I never slept I um you know started that way with acting I went to school, I, I got credibility, I learned the craft, I would do plays, I did my own short film. I I was just relentless. Like I was just relentless and I just wanted to act. I did student films, I did anything that I could do. I would do my own. I would uh I would yeah, as I said, I was just relentless because I loved it and I didn't have a backup plan. I'm like, if you have any other talents, I don't have any other talents. But if you have any other talents, then maybe don't do it because it's you know, it's a very hard business. The craft is amazing, but the business is awful. Yeah. I think, I mean, not to scare anyone, but you know, I got a six album deal with Warner brothers and I was locked in, you know, and they wouldn't release my album with, you know, the biggest managers, you know, Irving Azov, Rob Cavallo signed me six album deal. You know, I had everything and, um, it just, um, almost took me down, yeah. you know? my dream came true and it almost yeah. took me down. So, you know, you just got to love it so much that, uh, you know, it's, uh, I just, I fell down and then I bounced back up, you know, it's, uh, you just got to truly love it. Like it, I can't live without it. I wouldn't know yeah. what else to do. So you just have to really love it. And I think do it because you love doing it and not to make money, not to be famous, not to, you know, whatever it is. That's perfect advice. And that's, that's exactly I think what people need to hear uh, that, you know, it's it, it, even if you feel you're you're there, like, you know, you signed a big contract, you know, the, the, you don't know what the future is going to hold, you know, even even though you're there, you know, it's, and that's what I experienced when I was directing music videos for the, some of the people that I was, you know, working with. 
And it just broke my heart, you know? Um, but at the same time, that's great advice. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about, because some of our people are actually stunt people. And, mm -hmm. you know, I know you do a lot of, um, a lot of yeah. work, you know, stunt type work and action type work. So, uh, you know, have you always been uh, in that type of uh, mindset to, to do like these stunts and to do like action type films? And is that something that you've always kind of been drawn to? Um, I want it to be Mel Streep, you know, that's oh. the other thing I wanted to do like these <laughs> very more, you know, I, I wanted to be an actor, sure. uh, but I come from a ballet background. Um, I uh, always, uh, you know, I boxed, I took martial arts, uh, I ride motorcycles. I, you know, just sang in a rock band. I just, you know, I, I didn't choose it. It kind of chose me, you know, people are like, you're such a badass. And I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, I just do what I love. That's what I'm saying. Like, just do what you love and the yeah. the business will kind of find you where you fit. It wasn't the direction, you know, I wanted to do torch songs. I wanted to do musical theater. I want, you know, studied opera. I wanted to do Meryl Streep kind of movies, but, you know, not so much. I think, you know, Cold Meat is uh, the movie that's like uh, where I got to act the most, sure. so to speak. Um, but uh, I, I feel like you... And then you just become the best. Like I could never become a stunt person because um, I'm not good enough. Um, you know, these stunt girls, I mean, they're badass. You know, they <laughs> yeah. come from the gymnastic backgrounds. They, you know, I can like light an arm on fire and, and do some fighting, but I can't, you know, do a little bit of wire work. But I mean, these girls, I mean, this is a whole thing. So it's like, just perfect your craft. Yeah. Whatever and, you do, right? Yeah. Well, whatever you do, and eventually you you're gonna have a shot at some point. You're gonna have a shot, and then you just better be ready to deliver and and have something good, because that's what happened to me. You know, I I just became so ready. So when the opportunity arose, I was like, okay, I have this, I have this, I have that, and let me show you what I've been at home by myself while everyone was out there having fun. I was uh, studying and taking classes and learning and you know I, I feel like being an artist might not be as glamorous as a lot of people think it's very lonely because you spend a lot of time alone with your craft perfecting practicing sure. you know whether you're an actor a musician or whatever you do it's it's a lot of time alone yeah it's a lot of preparation and building your toolbox that's uh that's another thing that I think a lot of people out there, especially younger, you know, maybe high school, college kids that that are just getting started in it. You know, it, it, the harsh reality is they haven't they haven't seen it yet. But, uh, you know, if you could if you could go through all that that you've gone through, uh, you know, and, and still come out on, on the on, on top, you know, I think that's that's uh, inspiring to our listeners. You know, the fact that you've done so much. And like I said, your resume is as long as ever. I mean, it's it's uh, and then you have, uh, I think three or four um, uh, movies in production or pre-production, correct? That you have coming up? Yeah, yeah. I have, um, everything got pushed because of the strike. Yeah. So uh, I have uh, two for sure that I'm doing this year. Yeah, and possibly, wow. I never know. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. What's the one role that you've always wanted, like a dream role? What's that one role that you haven't played yet that you, you want to play before before your career is, is, is over down the road many years. Oh, I hope I'll, I'll be playing like great grandma <laughs> <laughs> kicking butt or doing something. That's right. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I don't believe in retirement. But uh, no, I, um, uh, I mean, I feel like it's so weird. I feel like I'm just starting because I did the music and I couldn't really commit to acting because I was doing both. So I feel like I'm just starting and I, you know, I love period pieces. You know, I love any, I mean, my dream, like Lord of the Rings kind of movies. Nice. I mean, any of the character, make me an elf, maybe anything, just like that whole fantasy I love. Um, I love real life stories, um, like the overcoming. I love characters with a huge character arc. Right. And I've been lucky and enough lately to book those parts, you know, even Cold Meat. She starts as a beaten down waitress living with her mom. Right you know, with her daughter, abusive husband, and then she finds her in a strength, you know, and um, hell has no fury, the same thing, right? She finds her in a strength. So I love characters where there's a huge arc where I get to transform. Yeah. But before we go, I, I have a, a question I ask everybody, Nina, and I'm going to ask you too. Uh, but when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want to leave behind when people think of Nina Bergman? Well, I, I hope to be, a beacon, beacon of light, kind of like yourself. You know, I'm a huge uh, advocate for the animals. You know, I've done a right. lot of and I've seen what's going around. So I hope that I can be for, for younger people. Um, You know, I have a crazy story too, like yours. It's like a miracle. I'm still here today, but I sure. think that's our superpowers. And I think, why did I survive all of that? I think it's because I'm here to share it. You know, the new projects that's coming out this year, uh, you know, I wish I could talk more about them. Uh, I think would share some of all of that uh, that I went through. Yeah. And I, you know, I want to become what I wanted and needed when I was a young girl and didn't have anyone. So yeah. that is what I want to leave behind. I want to be that person that I needed when I didn't have anyone, you know, being by myself at 14 and London by myself at 15 and Moscow by myself in New York city, sleeping on a bench in central park at 16. You know, I, I needed, I just needed hope. I just needed to know that somebody had survived, you know, right. I needed that light. So I, I hope uh, that I get to play characters that show that. And I hope that I get to share it in, in any possible way that I can. That's, you know. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, you know, and, and uh, like I said, I appreciate you being on the show. It's an honor to have you on, and um, you're always welcome back on the show. And and you know, oh, thank you. yeah, anytime you want, even if you're not promoting anything, you know, no, you're I, always have welcome a, back. I have another movie, a Jesse Johnson movie, uh, that's uh, that's coming out uh, May 26th, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, with Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Wow. Very different character. Um. Uh -huh. Um, so that one is coming out, uh, and it's announced. So I think I can, yeah, that one I will be able to talk about. So yeah, yeah, yeah another few lot of, fun. lot of things coming up. <laughs> That's great. You know, and, and, um, you know, best of luck to you and not, not just your acting, but your music. Like I said, I love your music and, you know, don't never stop doing that. The music is amazing. And, uh, you know, so everybody, where can people find you, um, on the internet? Well, uh, I'm most active on Instagram which is Nina Bergman, just my name. And then also I have a website, ninabergman.com. So everything will be up there. Uh, but Twitter, Facebook, I mean, you name it. Uh, I, I don't do dance videos on TikTok yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> never say never, but 
<laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so, never yeah. say never. <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you again, Nina. And everybody go check her out, ninabergman.com. Uh, Got to see this movie, um, Cold Meat. It's amazing. Like I said, I was I was just blown away by this movie, and and uh, so everybody, you know, when it's available at your theater, make sure you go see it. And um, again, Nina Bourbon, thank you so much for your time, and and uh, and hope to see you back soon. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was great. Thank you.